Welcome to Voices, a podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. Today I'm with Varden Armstrong, who's a music teacher at the high school at Seneca Valley, but also you're the performing arts coordinator. Uh, Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So performing arts coordinator, tell me what all falls under your umbrella there. Well, it's, a, it's a, a little bit of a newer position. Uh, this is my fourth year doing it. And uh, we have a lot of buildings in our district and performing arts is something that kind of spans multiple buildings. So even though we have a lot of things that are, that are dealt with on a building level by principals and by teachers in those buildings, uh, certain programs and they, you know, performing arts is one of them, spans across the district. So it's important to have kind of a, a predictable liaison with administration mm-hmm. and to have a kind of a, a broad view of all those programs spanning the district. So that's kind of where my position came into being. So you must be busy. I know under the category of performing arts, there's a whole lot there. Walk me through the content areas. What's available for students? Well, we, we traditionally ha- and kind of started thinking of performing arts at Seneca Valley as band, choir, orchestra, and dance. Um, of course, band is woodwind and brass and percussion. And choir is our vocal department, orchestra, strings. And uh, many people don't even know that we have a dance program in Seneca Valley. Uh, and it's, we have a whole dance studio in our um, middle school building, our 7-8 building. And, um, you know, of course, I say it's there, but it's, it's a 7th through 12th grade program. And we have uh, um, hired uh, dancers that, that are our instructors, uh, professional dancers, and the students are able to participate in a dance program right during the school day here at Seneca Valley. So that falls under the umbrella. And then this year, we're adding something new. In our program of studies, we've now incorporated a theater and video strand within the performing arts. Um, and maybe if later we're, we're talking a little bit more about future plans, that fits in. Uh, this theater and video strand is something new to us. So a lot of things fall under the umbrella. Okay, so you mentioned the studio. I know a big part of performing arts are facilities and people getting together and practicing and performing. But now we're in the world of COVID-19. How's that affected your programs? Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned it that way because that's exactly what's affected us. You know, students are involved in performing arts because they like the family atmosphere. They mm-hmm. like coming together and they like performing. Well, both of those things have pretty much been taken away because of COVID. And so we've had to really pivot. Uh, you know, I got kind of got tired of hearing that word, pivot, pivot, pivot. But we've had to pivot to, to do other things to keep our students interested and to really help them enjoy the arts. Okay. Well, I know that where, where there's challenges, there's also opportunities usually in life. So, so in the world of COVID, let me ask you questions. I know there's a few things you're doing specifically to respond. You've got a virtual jazz ensemble project. What's that all about? Yeah, we completed that right um, around uh, the first of the year. And uh, we had taken one of our jazz ensembles. We have two of them that are curricular here. And we had taken one of them and trying to really explain to the students what it's like to be in a studio environment. Mm-hmm. And we uh, recorded individual parts remotely. And then we assembled all those parts into a virtual ensemble. And so the, uh, the students learned a lot about what it's like to be a producer and how you make decisions about balance and what should be more important in the mix. We, uh, we used software to learn how to do that. Um, and then ultimately, um, I put it together with some video as well so that we had one of those kind of traditional YouTube things where we have little videos all across the screen of all the students Mm -hmm. playing together at the same time. And that was uh, really beneficial, something we never would have tackled uh, without having to be kind of forced to. You know, it's a great great thing. So you're you're exploring new technologies to to make things work. 
can you kind of walk us through what technologies you're using and how you're you're making your programs more accessible? Well, for all of our programs, uh, you know, music-based for band, choir, and orchestra, we all have used um, some free software called Audacity, and we've used district laptops to allow the students to record um, themselves uh, as part of an assessment. Mm -hmm. But also, um, a lot of them, we've in a lot of our departments, we've worked with trying to do like self duets or performing in small groups together by using that recording technology and then assembling those parts uh, in an audio format. So the students, um, you know, have all been exposed to some technology in a different way in right. the music department. And I think this is technology that we're actually going to be able to use as we approach something closer to being normal. I think it's going to be incorporated long term. Right. So, so you mentioned duets. How are you seeing students and you and, and other mentors and teachers? connecting with each other? Well, it's <clears throat> through the Teams um, software that the school district uh, utilizes. We've had a, it's, it's very challenging, of course. You know, it's challenging for students to be comfortable in that environment musically, you know, to, to put students in either a small group on a virtual meeting mm -hmm. or in one-on-one -on -one virtual meeting uh, or having them do dance class virtually. It's hard to be comfortable. So I think the teacher has to go out of their way to promote that comfortability. And through that, I think we actually develop some better connections sometimes because we've got to engage with our students very directly one-on-one -on -one in, in the small, small group or small classroom environment. And that in some ways has been um, extremely beneficial. I, I know some of our middle school teachers feel like they were able to connect with some students differently and, uh, and better than maybe in the past. That's interesting. Are there any other silver linings? Are there other things that you've been able to explore because of the pandemic that normally you may not have? Well, I think as, as performing arts teachers, we're a little bit guilty of always driving towards the performance and we don't want anything to get in the way of pre preparing for the performance. And so it's hard for us to sometimes pull back and explore some other things in our classroom, things like music history and things like music theory within our performing arts groups. And, uh, you know, the virtual learning has, has provided that opportunity. And in many ways, we've been able to explore some things that we maybe would not have forced ourselves to explore before. And uh, I think that's also been another, you know, a little bit of a silver lining too. I think we've had some fun doing that. Right. So you're probably in the midst of planning for the the, the coming school year, right? What are some of the plans? Um, well, one of the things that we've done <clears throat> unique, I think, to Seneca Valley and unique to our performing arts department is we're, we're very cognizant of making sure the students stay connected to what we do. And so if a student this year or next year decides that they're not gonna be with us in a full in-person environment. Let's say that you know, something else is going on um, you know, that, that maybe we're not privy to, but they decided that they're not gonna be doing in-school instruction. We've developed these new classes called appreciation classes. So we have a, it's a little bit of an odd title, but it's called band appreciation, choir appreciation, orchestra appreciation, and dance appreciation. Mm -hmm. And what, what those courses do is allows the student to be uh, kind of auditing our class almost. It's a pass or fail class where they're able to participate and see what we're doing on a live stream, but they're not, they don't have the same expectation or requirements as somebody who's in person, okay. uh, but it allows them to stay connected. They can still play our music. They can still do our routines. They can still have a connection with the instructor so that at such time they decide that they're able to come back in person. Uh, that connection has been maintained, which is really, really important for us. Is that something that's brand new? Has anything like this been done in the past? No, that's brand new. And it was really a reaction to seeing how we could incorporate a cyber version of what we do, okay. um, even though cyber isn't really a world that performing arts exists in very well, you know, right. because it, we have to be together to perform. Um, so that's, that's, that's great. The other thing that we've, 
we're looking at a little bit here as we're planning for next year is uh, we're trying to do some things over the summer with some of our parent groups. You know, the school district um, has a lot of programs in place they're developing to try to help with some assistance and, and get students back on track. And we're trying to just keep the students involved as best we can. And so, you know, that's kind of fallen to some parent groups this summer. And I think, uh, you know, it's exciting to watch people, um, you know, help and pivot towards things, uh, you know, and, and kind of pick up slack where they need to. Uh, I think that's been a, a, a thread that's run through all we've been doing lately. That's great. Okay. So I know Seneca Valley tends to be a very forward thinking district. What about beyond this coming school year next year? What are some of the big ideas and big plans? Well, I think from performing arts perspective, we just really want to continue having this feeling of allowing students to have a, a place they call home. And uh, the performing arts is really a, a great place to do that. Uh, there, there's a lot of programs in Seneca Valley. I don't want to make it sound like our programs are the best, uh, but we, we have we have circumstances in which there's a lot of family being developed in what we do. And, and so we want to continue to, to grow that. Um, one of the things we're doing is adding, uh, like I mentioned before, we're adding this theater and video thread into what we do as performing arts. You know, we've learned through COVID that um, utilizing technology, utilizing media, um, you know, all the stuff that we see in our world with social media and YouTube and the like, um, you know, we've got to make sure that we're fresh. And so I think that we're looking at those things, incorporating theater and video into our performing arts umbrella. Um, just really want, I know it may sound a little bit um, overly optimistic, but with all that we offer and all that fits under performing arts, why wouldn't we have a goal of trying to get every student at Seneca Valley in the arts in one way or another? Right. Uh, there's There's got to be a place for everybody there. And I think the arts are just so important. You know? It is. Okay. Well, last question. With that said, if I'm a student, if I'm a parent, and I want to learn more how to become involved, where do I go? Well, you know, if, if you've never been in any of our programs before, we want to make sure we have the opportunity to discuss it with you, because there may be a, a, an option for you that you're not even aware of. Uh, and so if you're excited about that or you're interested, certainly can see your guidance counselor. You could even contact your principal and your principal would, would direct you in the right way. Mm -hmm. Sooner or later, you're going to wind up talking to me probably about trying to get involved in some things. And I'd be glad to help you with that. Um, also, if you've if you've been in some of the arts programs before, but COVID, you know, you know, kind of pushed you out of that a little bit or decided not to do it this year. We, we have an open door policy. We would love to welcome students back and discuss how they can be a part of what we do. You know, now I think more than ever, uh, if, if you if you ask somebody what do students need, you know, they need things like socialization and creativity and language and communication skills and self-confidence and discipline. And we can go through all those little buzzwords. And I feel really strongly that the performing arts handles all of that. Uh, it, gives, it gives kids a real sense of belonging and a sense of pride. And uh, I think that's what our world needs in many ways. Yeah. So you, you provide a lot of opportunities in a lot of different ways. So uh, yeah. thanks so much for joining us. That's Varden Armstrong. You have a great day. You too. Thank you so much.